This is the Misfit Vegan Podcast, episode 284. If you don't find something you love and that helps you de-stress, you'll never break your food addiction. You've got to write a list of the things that help you feel less stressed and that make you feel really, really good that don't involve food. See, you're, it, it's quite simple, okay? Yes, there's a lot of emotions and a lot of things we have to work on to break your food addiction, but the main thing is that you're getting your dopamine, you're getting your pleasure from food. And yes, food can be very pleasurable, but when you have a food addiction, it's not pleasurable anymore, right? You know this if you have a food addiction, that it turned into something that you hate and that you wish you could never eat. And that's why a lot of people that have food addictions, they go on cleanses because it's so much easier to not eat. Okay, it's just so much easier to not even think about food. But we do need to think about food because we are humans and we need to eat. And so what we need to do is we need to write a list of all the things that we can do when we're stressed. What can you do? Maybe you can film a podcast or a YouTube video. Maybe you can work on content. Maybe you can write your book. Maybe you can go for a walk. Maybe you can do some yoga. Maybe you can pray. Maybe you can read. Maybe you can clean and organize. What, can, what lowers your stress that you can do that also feels good? Because food is so easy and it feels so good, but it ruins our life, okay? It ruins our life if we just eat and eat and eat and gain weight and don't feel good and let ourselves down and feel guilty. So we want to start using food as fuel and not as entertainment or as a drug of choice, as our drug that helps us not feel stressed, that helps us have some pleasure in life because life can be very, very hard. And you know, this is another reason why I really recommend you do something hard every day because doing something hard will be your secret out of cravings and out of binging. And I'm realizing it as I'm speaking now that when I started doing hard things, I stopped relying on food to help me with my self-esteem and help me feel better and help me get through life. When you do something hard, you feel good. And when you feel good about yourself, you make better decisions. When you're not happy with your life, you see everything in your life affects everything. You're not going to be able to be a healthy vegan if you're if you're doing unhealthy things in other areas of your life, right? Okay, so if you're like smoking or drinking or not exercising or you're at a job you hate or you're in a relationship you hate or you're in a town you hate, you got to change those things slowly but surely. You've got to. And it can be slowly. It took me nine years to move. I was a raw vegan for nine years and I, I wasn't suffering in New York, but it wasn't ideal. It wasn't ideal. I was cold a lot. I was eating ice cream in front of the oven a lot. Yeah. I, put the, I used to put the oven on and eat ice cream. Now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Now, I would just eat a sweet potato in my salad. I would eat something warm in my salad because I was just so cold. And personally, I lived in an apartment where we didn't control the heat. And so the heat would, like, come on during the day and it would turn off during the nighttime. I don't know how this is legal, but... We complained many times, but it didn't matter. Um, so I didn't have control of the heat. So for some people that say, you know, just turn up the heat. Well, that wasn't an option for me. So I used to turn on the oven. So long story short is that I started doing things. I started actually looking at my friends who didn't have food addictions. And I started 
thinking, like observing how they live. Like, let's take my best friend Awa. I started observing how she lives because I didn't understand how could she not, like if she had something that tasted good, how could she not eat all of it? How could she just eat one of it? And, you know, we talked about it many times because I wanted to understand her mind, which was very different than my mind. If something tastes good, I want all of it, okay? And she wants to save it for tomorrow or the next day, you know? She wants to have some and then save the rest. But then I observed what she did outside of eating. She, she does art. She does yoga. She likes to dance. She calls people. She likes to, um, you know, connect with people every day. It's very interesting, you know, because I didn't do any of those things. I got all my pleasure from food, just from food. So I started to realize, wow, okay, I got to do other things. Yoga. I got to get into um, walking, reading. You know, I don't do art, but something creative. Now I, I make podcasts and I make YouTube videos and I work on projects, my next book and my courses. I do things that bring me pleasure, bring me joy, and also make me feel good because I feel good about myself when I accomplish things, all right? When I put down a podcast, I feel good about myself because I think to myself, you know what? Maybe somebody out there needed this podcast and that's, it's going to inspire them to start their podcast and it's going to inspire them to start their book or start working out or maybe even, you know, what I encourage you to do is never listen to my podcast without doing something while you're listening. So maybe you're driving or maybe you're walking, or maybe you're organizing, or maybe you're cleaning, or maybe you're making a smoothie, or f organizing your fridge, or washing all your produce. Uh, because, you know, honestly, one of the best things you can do if you're in the beginning of your healthy vegan journey is to wash everything as soon as you get it and put it away so that you'll have it ready to go. The easier you can make it for you to succeed in life, the more likely you are to succeed okay make it easy for yourself so like me I just joined a yoga studio this is making it so much easier for me to have motivation because once I so I paid the membership fee and it's a lot of money I paid the membership fee I don't want to waste my money and I every day I reserve the class for the next day so that I have this accountability and then once I get all I have to do is get to this to this class to the studio right and then the teacher does the rest all I have to do is get there, and then whatever I do in class, you know, hey, I can't do all the poses perfectly. I can't do a handstand yet. I can't do lots of poses that she does, but all I have to do is get there and then do my best, and then I'm making it easy for myself to succeed because I'm going to clearly get in the best shape of my life if I keep going. There's no, literally, guys, if you keep eating fruit for breakfast, fruit and vegetables for lunch, and a big, big, big salad, what, however you want to structure your day. I mean, you guys know what I do. I do fruit for breakfast, fruit for lunch, or a smoothie for lunch, and then a big salad at night. And if you keep doing this over and over and over again, do you understand there's absolutely no way you can't lose weight? There's no way you can't get the body of your dreams and feel better and look better. And there's no way. It's amazing. All you have to do is keep putting one foot in front of the other. And, um, yeah, I just want you to, I just want you to understand that it's gonna have to change. You're not gonna be able to just get all your pleasure and your dopamine just from food. You're gonna have to get it from other things. So maybe you like to dance. Well, you gotta prioritize dancing. And even though you love to dance, some days you're not gonna wanna dance. It's crazy. You still gotta do it. Because otherwise, you're setting yourself up to binge and not 
follow the diet that you want to have. See, even though I'm a raw vegan, I still have to do the things that got me here. Because if I keep, if I stop doing the things that got me to being a raw vegan, then I'll stop being a raw vegan. You understand what I'm saying? So I've still got to do all the things. I've got to prioritize having the food in the house. I've got to prioritize having ripe bananas in the freezer. I've got to prioritize having backup stuff like frozen peas and, and frozen fruit. I've got to prioritize doing yoga, which makes me feel good. Getting into nature, going in the ocean. I've replaced, so I eat, right? Like I had a big smoothie for breakfast and I'm going to have, um, I'm probably going to have a melon for lunch probably, which I like to do melons first and then smoothies, but I just didn't have time to eat this morning. So I made a smoothie. And so what I'm trying to tell you is if I don't go in the ocean because that's one of my pleasures, well, I'm setting myself up to getting my pleasure from food. And we don't want to get our pleasure from food, even though food tastes amazing. We can totally appreciate it. But we need to do other things to get our dopamine and our estrogen. Did you know that eating food that tastes really, really good, okay, eating food that's processed foods or junk food, eating it gives us estrogen. It raises our estrogen levels. So we need to do that. Like we need to have higher estrogen levels as women, higher than men. And so... By the way, that is why there's much more uh, women that have food addictions than men, okay? But let me let me let you know that the other another thing that raises estrogen is doing something you love. Doing something you love. Buying flowers and putting them in your house, just looking at those flowers every day raises your estrogen levels. Having clothing that you love to wear, having a nice organized clean house, it raises your estrogen levels. Okay? Dancing. If you love to do yoga or you love to swim or you love to paint or, or cook, I, I recommend you do something that has nothing to do with food. But hey, if you love to cook, you can cook for your family. Just don't eat it. <laughs> Unless it's healthy cooked food, okay? But I recommend you find something that you love to do that has nothing to do with food. And it's really going to help you. And so I have replaced rewarding myself with food because I used to work out and then reward myself with food. Now I reward myself with nature time. Okay. And, um, and then of course I'm going to go home and eat, of course, and it's going to be pleasurable, but I got my pleasure from the ocean. I raised my estrogen from the ocean. And if you don't have an ocean near you, that's fine. Do you, can you join a YMCA? Can you join a gym that has a pool? Because for nine years in New York, I was raising my estrogen levels by swimming in a chlorinated pool. Yes, that's right very very toxic but it was less toxic than the food I used to eat my boo okay and that's the last thing I want to say on this podcast please don't even think don't even consider writing dumb comments on my YouTube channel or my Instagram channel because if you go to my Instagram and you put a dumb comment most likely I'm going to use that dumb comment as content I just want you to know this so if you don't want to look dumb don't do it don't do it boo okay so just that's a warning <laughs> don't and you're probably not listening to this podcast but like somebody yesterday wrote that mixing sweet fruits with acidic fruits is extremely toxic and poisonous they literally wrote the poison emoji underneath my banana orange smoothie which I just thought was so <laughs> dumb because of course I had to take the opportunity and I had to ask them well quick question my boo do you uh do you eat a healthy vegan diet? I'm just curious because I know you don't. I know you don't. If you think a banana orange smoothie is toxic, I know 
you eating McDonald's. I know you eating Burger King. I know you eating vegan donuts or whatever the fuck you eat. And yep, turns out I was right. They said, yeah, I eat mostly fruit and vegetables, but I eat trash sometimes. My boo, how do you think I'm able to stay raw vegan for 12 years and for the rest of my fucking life? I'll be raw vegan until the day I die. And that's going to be a long time. <laughs> long time. I'm probably going to live till 120, maybe 125. I don't know. Maybe 500, because you know Noah was a raw vegan. All right. And he built that ark. And he lived to 500, 500 years, I think. So anyway, um, I just knew this person wasn't healthy, because here's the thing. When you're being a dumb fuck, you can't be healthy. That's it. Quote me. Tessa, quote me on that one, boo. I hope you guys can hear me. The ocean's a little loud. But basically, you're trying to be perfect. You're trying to do perfect food combining. That's why you're failing. I said it. Yep, I said it. And a lot of raw vegan gurus, they're not going to say this. They're going to pretend that they're perfect. They not. They not. They not. Some of them even eat cooked food. Some of these fully raw vegans, they probably, I don't have no proof, but <laughs> some of them probably don't even eat raw. But I'm here to tell you, okay? I'm here to tell you, if somebody's trying to pretend that they're perfect, they not. They lying. And they, they slipping up and they falling off the diet. So this person, and I don't have any proof of anything, but I did ask this person. I said, hey, are you a healthy vegan? Nope. Uh, sometimes I eat crap. Well, that means that you're not doing it right. If you ever eat crap ever, it's because of two things. One, if you eat processed foods, you're not eating enough fruit. And two, if you're craving and eating salt, you're not eating enough vegetables. I can't say it more clearly than that. That's it. That's it. Don't give me an excuse. Get a fucking result. I'll see you in the next podcast. Bye, boo.